Hi, I'm Julie. And I'm Lisa. And we are Two Sober Chicks. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. We're so glad you're here. Wherever you are, driving in your car, maybe cleaning your house, maybe loading up on some of our podcasts on the way to an anticipatory and a negative maybe anxiety anticipatory family event. (laughs) Perhaps. Maybe you're coming out of a meeting. Maybe you're kayaking on a nice quiet lake and you need some company. Um, maybe you're working. I listen to podcasts when I work. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're in the tub. Drown out the insanity. Maybe you're in the tub and we're with you. You can always send, by the way, oh, I'm going to regret this. I was going to say, you can always send us, by the way, a picture of what where you're listening. Yeah. Your point of view. Of not your naked body, please. <laughs> but point of view means we've had a couple shots. of listeners say, send us pictures yeah. and be like, hey, this is my boyfriend or hey, this is where I listen to you guys. And that's yeah. been really cool. The boyfriend one was cute because he Super wrote adorable. us on her behalf saying that she was a fan and she'd love to hear from us. And uh, and then we got a picture of the two of them together afterwards. So that yeah. was super cute. Hey, Simone. Um, and, and then we've seen other places of people's homes. Yep. yep. Hey, Sparkle. Where they're living, mm-hmm. uh, what they look at as they listen. So that's kind of, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, you could send us a picture of your angry ex if you... <laughs> right about to spit in your face. <laughs> I listen because this person <laughs> drove me to drink. No, just kidding. But uh, we're glad you're here for whatever reason it is. And uh, because without you, well, There's it no would just us. be Julie and I. <laughs> and nothing else but that's okay it gives us a reason to get together and chit chat so yeah we just hit record and here you are with us and today we have our it's been a long time since we've gone to the topic jar jar. do you want to pick it nope the universe requires you to pick it today all right nope there's two oh fate fate i bet you they have something to do with each other feel like we've done this one before okay what is it emotional resilience versus emotional rigidity we may be triggered by our thoughts and feelings but we do have the skill set to not be ruled by those emotions we've totally talked about that before yeah i'm having trouble throwing these out it seems that's still in there okay what's this one when to stop giving back i like that one actually all right i understand why we are told in AA never to say no unless you're dead or out of town right but but that's usually for when you're asked to chair a meeting or if you're asked to speak right yes but I never heard that it was about those two things I was just like anytime anybody asks you something you say yes within AA right I mean what else could they be asking you (laughs) well they could be asking you actually (laughs) um but I think it's important. I think, it, like everything, it's not black and white. It's right. not like you say yes to everything or no to everything. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to know when you should say yes and when you should say no. And some of us, to our own detriment, don't know when to stop giving back. Right. So, you know, setting up chairs every Monday night or speaking for someone is one thing. But being involved in service every time someone asks you something and now you're on this committee and now you're doing this meeting and you can't say no and you have 14 sponsees, like that is a danger zone. Mm -hmm. So to me, I have my own red flags. Like when I have a thought, like when I get in my truck, I just want to drive and never come back. (laughs) Or I just want to get on a plane and go somewhere. That to me is a sign I'm overwhelmed. Yeah, you've taken on too much. Yeah. Anxiety, um, 
I almost had an anxiety attack this morning and I had no idea why it just sort of came out of nowhere um but just taking knowing when you're taking on too much has manifest differently for different people so mm-hmm. when to stop giving back when your emotional or spiritual sobriety is threatened time for a reassessment right um and it's not so that you can use that as an excuse because the foundation of this idea or this principle is based on us as alcoholics so when we come in as new alcoholics to recovery we usually want to say no to everything no thanks i don't want to go to that meeting no thanks i don't want to read no thanks i don't want to share or speak or set up chairs ew i'm not making coffee i'm not emptying the butt can (laughs) oh i was so offended the first time i was asked to do garbage and butt cans right at our home group saint clements when i first joined it's humbling oh man it's about it's about humility and also um it's about learning to do things um, other than what your brain is telling you to do. Because usually, for me, I should just speak in terms of myself, when I came in, I didn't really know how selfish and self-centered I was. I actually thought I was very altruistic and giving and kind and wonderful and, you know, I wondered why I was here. Um, Get the- off the cross. <laughs> we need the wood. <laughs> why am I here? Hmm. Um, and then I learned, you know, about all the selfish things I did through doing the steps and doing the work and then how to, how to change that behavior. Um, and so I had to learn how to do that by saying yes to the things I didn't want to do. So, um, yes to going to a meeting or, you know, uh, when I started sponsoring, if a, a person came up and I was like, Oh God, no, no, please don't ask me, please don't ask me. And then they asked me, it's like, yes, Okay, I have to say yes. Something is compelling me. Um, maybe I didn't want to sponsor this person for whatever reason, but then I would I would say yes. And some of those things turned out to be, those situations turned out to be the greatest things that ever happened to me. Yeah. Um, and then you learn as you go through the program. Like I was saying yes to all sponsees, and then one time I had three newcomers all at once. And it was too much. Yeah. It, you know, I was trying to meet with each one once a week. Uh, plus I had a full-time job, you know, I think at that time too, I was, um, six months away from getting married. So there was a lot going on. Um, yeah. So, but the foundation is so that we get out of ourselves and learn to give back, learn not to think, um, so selfishly and be self-centered. And sometimes the opposite of what we want to do is the best thing for us. Yes. I heard someone say the other day, I often don't know what's best for me. And I was like, I understand what that means. Rational, healthy stuff knows what's best for me. When I'm triggered or upset, if I've been isolating for a while, if I'm in anxiety, if I'm fatigued, I think more isolation is is good for me. And it's not. It's Mm -hmm. absolutely the worst thing for me because my anxiety and depression just wants to get me in the corner. And to get me in the corner, I have to isolate more and more and more. So I often don't know what's best for me. And then who does? The rooms always know. Because the rooms isn't just one person in a room. It's my collective tribe and a whole bunch of people and support systems. And if I'm unsure that I go to my sponsor, I go to my tribe, I go to a meeting. Yeah. I've learned to check a lot of my thinking, if not all of my thinking. I can't do that all the time because I'd never get off the phone with my sponsor, but I check it with my sponsor um, because I trust my sponsor today. That trust was built. Um, It was a a relationship that's grown based on successful things, successful changes happening in my life. So then I, I began to trust this person. 
and realize that, you know, they do have my best interests at heart. They're not out to, you know, fuck with me yeah, <laughs> or hurt me in some way. They're trying to save me from myself. You know, if my motives are not good, it was Luke who taught me about checking my motives. Um, you know, maybe I need a second opinion. Um, I might think it's the right thing to go tell somebody what I think of them. But it's always good for me to call my sponsor first and say, what do you think about this? And he'll go, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, put the brakes on that. What are you hoping will happen? <laughs> okay, and what do you think is going to happen now that you've had a second look at it? Oh, yeah, that's probably not going to end well. Yeah. So um, trying to understand the foundation. But also I've heard it said there are some people who, like you said, are people pleasers. And, uh, you know, um, maybe saying no for them is a good thing. But then just always make sure... Um, you understand the reason, like, why am I saying no? Yeah. Like, um, I worked with a sponsee and, um, right away she got asked to speak and her very first thought was, well, no, cause I'm here with my family and I finally did all this work and I got my family back. I don't want to go out and leave them. Um, but you have to, cause that's how this works. You have to give back. If you don't give back, then you're not going to be able to keep what you have. Yeah, um, you can't do this program successfully without giving back. It's one of the third angles of the triangle. Mm-hmm. You have to. So I think you stop giving back um, at intervals. Um, if you are unhealthy, if you are unwell, if you're sick for some reason, um, then of course, you, that's, I think that's an excuse. Um, if, you're, if you've been hospitalized and you need a little bit of break, you need some relaxation, but there's other ways that you can do service that won't maybe tire you out too much. Yeah. You can talk on the phone with another person, a sponsor, a sponsee. Um, yeah, just sort of setting some, some boundaries, but also remembering that, like you said, don't put up those, um, walls and isolate. And if you don't know, I think what's genius is saying, let me think about it or let me get back to you. Right. Because I'm an I'm a yes person, mm-hmm. so I'll be like, yeah, it's great, and I'll look at my calendar, and that's when I start to see if it works. You look at your calendar? What a concept! <laughs> I, t- I usually say yes, and then, then look at my calendar yeah. and go, oh, sorry, Julie. I mean, in the moment, <laughs> I'm looking at my calendar, okay. but that will give you a little bit of a bridge to make a rational decision mm-hmm. on a yes or a no. And sometimes people have a problem saying no to someone's face. That might give you a little distance until you practice enough to be able to start laying down the boundaries around that. That's a great answer. Let me get back to you. Yeah, let me think about it. Let me check my schedule. Yeah. And then for sponsees, um, you know, I just kind of look at, um, do I have, do I have um, people who've been around for a while? I can have three or four of those on the go at a time. But I can't do three or four newcomers yeah. at the same time because yeah. they take more time. Yeah. And uh, there's more phone calls coming in. Uh, and that's okay. And that's what you should be doing. If you're a newcomer, don't think that you're burdening your sponsor by calling them. Yeah. That's what they want you to do, actually. Yes. I have five sponsees, but no newcomers. So I've been thinking lately, like, I think it's time a newcomer came along. Mm-hmm. And I, you don't look for, well, some people do look for newcomers. I don't. Mm-hmm. So I'm, it just occurred to me now that my prayers can be, all right, God, I've got some space. Yep. You want to line up a newcomer? I'm here. Yep. And stand up or, um, let it be known. They just did something at a a group that I go to where they used to have people stand up, but then the people who were able to sponsor maybe weren't at the meeting all the time. 
So then only one or two people were standing up. So um, they said uh, now they're going to do it where they direct the person to the secretary or the chairperson. If you're looking for sponsorship, we know some people. So, and they'll have a list of members. That's a great idea. Yeah. I have a, I have a true ways. confession right now about standing up. Uh-oh. So this is why I can't stand up. I shouldn't say this is why I can't. So I had a sponsee who goes to our home group who I adore. Mm-hmm. And she asked me to re-sponsor her about a year ago and I just couldn't. Mm-hmm. Like I just could not do it. Could not do it. And so now I've been thinking about standing up, but then I feel bad because shouldn't I be calling her and going, great news, <laughs> I have availability. <laughs> um, and so that's why I haven't been standing up when I know that I can. Mm. So I don't, I have not talked to my sponsor about this. This is the first time I've talked about it. So. Right. So you're going to call your sponsor, <laughs> obviously, right? Of course. Let's talk about yeah. that. Do you yeah. have any thoughts on that? Um, well, th- things have changed. Maybe she doesn't want you to. That's maybe your ego talking. Maybe she doesn't want you to be your sponsor <laughs> anymore. <laughs> that is a very good observation. She might have a sponsor that's way better than me now. <laughs> right? Maybe yes. she's moved on from that point. Yeah. We are funny that way. Um, yeah, that was the. First I don't thought. want to hurt her feelings where I yeah. stand up and she looks at me from three rows back yeah. and is like, "What?" Well, maybe uh, there was another reason why you chose not to sponsor at the time. Was it busyness or was it that you guys had become friends? Um, oh, it was mostly busyness, mm-hmm. but it was also I didn't feel a particularly moved to want to re-enter that space with her. Mm. So it was a mixture of both for sure. Yeah. And not because of her as a person. It was just like, I've already done that with her and I'm good. So that's and now a, it's time to move on to something else. That's an, That brings up another question and an yeah. interesting topic of discussion is um, uh, when do you want to say no? When do you feel called to say no when someone asks you to sponsor them? Because this has happened to me when I've actually said no. Well, my sponsor is very adamant about you don't say yes until you meet with the person. Mm -hmm. Um, She does a lot of speaking and goes into a lot of treatment centers. And you and I have done this. You know, you leave the treatment center and there's five people that want you to sponsor them. And you're like, yeah, call me when you get out and you never hear from them. them. Um, So she's adamant about say, okay, let me get your number and we'll get time where we can Mm -hmm. sit down and talk. Mm -hmm. My initial reaction is I can't say no to someone that really wants help. Right. How do I say no to a woman? But now I've been good at, that's great. When you get out of here or next week, call me and we'll plan a time to get together mm-hmm. because it might not work. Like I've sat across from a woman who's like, I really need someone that's going to be hard on me because I'll manipulate you. And I'm like, that's not my job to be <laughs> like, some people love to be the bullshit caller. I don't. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to be that person that's going to be chasing you down and being like, oh, I don't know about that. Or you should be calling me. That's not my my jam. No. And I think you and I have also come far and changed our perspective on firing a sponsee. Mm-hmm. Like I they was at themselves. a place where I have fired and now I'm like, if you don't fucking want it, it's one thing if I'm being stood up or my time is being taken advantage True. of. Yeah. It's another thing if they just don't participate or call yeah. or I'm like, fine. Yeah. You, like you just said, they fired themselves. Yeah. I have a sponsee right now who I only hear, I think when the pain gets enough and then I get a phone call or like, oh, are you going to be available uh, and and all, all I've said is, I, am I still sponsoring you? It doesn't feel like I sponsor you. We don't. I don't hear from you, mm-hmm. and we don't really see each other. So I'm not sure. That's not really sponsoring. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, yeah. you might as well call the AA hotline because 
<laughs> that's how much we're working on stuff. That's how much stuff. we're in contact and working on things. Um, I was trying to think for me, what was the... Oh, uh, I've had that moment where it's like I've sponsored someone before or I know who sponsored you and now you come to me and, and you've just been sponsored by somebody else who I think has excellent sobriety and a great program. And uh, so to me, it's like if someone's sponsor shopping, I don't know if I'm the right choice for you. Or if you've just come from somebody who sponsors the same way I do, I don't know what I have to offer. Right. Because I'm not going to tell you anything differently. I, sometimes I think people are just shopping around for a different answer. Oh, I don't like what my sponsor had to say. And I don't really want to do that. So I'm going to go somewhere else and see if I can get a different answer. Yeah, or people in multiple fellowships with multiple sponsors bringing the same issue to the, don't, I don't like what that one said, so I'm going to go to that one. Like, that's absolutely wrong. Now, if you're an AA and you have a sponsor and you're an Al-Anon and you have a sponsor and it's a, an issue of who do I go to that's most appropriate for this, maybe it's codependency, for example, mm-hmm. or loving detachment, okay, go to the Al-Anon sponsor. Sure. Um, but I... Not go to each one and then see who answers the best way that you... Yeah, don't do that. You. Don't do that. That can be difficult. Anyway. Thank you, Jar of Ideas. Yes. When to stop giving? Never. <laughs> Never. Until <ever>. you're dead. <laughs> Until blood, your tears become blood. Get down off the cross. Uh, thanks a lot for listening uh, to Two Sober Chicks. Drop us an email and uh, we will throw your question into the topic jar. It's the number two sober chicks at gmail.com. Always a pleasure having you join us. I'm Lisa. I'm Julie. And this has been Two Sober Chicks. <laughs>